weekend that I was out drinking with Jack, the other DM, one of them. Yeah. And he said, I, I, I tell you what, when, as soon as you said another DM, I knew exactly yeah. who it was, Asta. <laughs> I knew exactly who it was. I, I was there telling you about the quest, and he said, "What if?" There you go. That's how it starts. <laughs> that's that's how we ended up with we ended up with Lyranda, Asta. Yeah. It's Jack getting drunk and going, "What if?" <laughs> to, to me and Billy. Um, mm. And we were both like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. Next week, suddenly the post went up and it was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> and it, it's it's great in terms of because the other players are convinced that and she was nice. So, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe don't reveal too much, Hasta, because we are now recording, and uh, yes. I know that there are there are some people in our group who do listen to, to this podcast. So uh, I will edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think what I just said is probably fine, just enough that if any of the party members are listening, they'll be like, "Hmm, something's mm, happening." Don't know something. What. <laughs> Where is this? What have you done? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Speaking of not knowing what's going on, welcome, our <laughs> listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by Stu. Hello. I'm joined by Amy. I'm pinned down by time. You are. You are. <laughs> the weight of time is weighing heavy upon you. Yeah. And I'm joined by Asta. Hello. 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 How are we all? How was everyone's little break? Nice. I had some lunch. It's good. I had uh, leftover pizza from last night, so I'm Ooh. happy bunny. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Are you uh, a cold pizza enjoyer, or do you prefer to he- reheat your pizza? Uh, I am a cold pizza person. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Zombie pizza all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta 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 heat that up in the microwave. <laughs> no. Oh, not in the microwave. Yeah. Just do it in a pan. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, Is it a so deep pan? It might be a very deep pan. <laughs> very deep pan. <laughs> that was Honey. a deep pun. It was a deep. Was a deep pun. There you go. Mm. wasn't Wasn't really a pun though, because it, it's literally called deep pan pizza. So oh. they, they literally <laughs> use a deep pan for it. But uh, there we go. I'm being pedantic. Um, <laughs> yeah. How, Ah, sorry, words. Um, yeah, how uh, how are we feeling, folks? You're you're escaping clock tower. Escaping is a strong word. I think it's going fantastically. <laughs> no issues so far. Everything's going according to plan. Yeah. No issues. <laughs> no issues for the majority of the party. <laughs> we we have found our uh, operatic singer Barclay, who is. Uh, he reminds me of um, Professor Lock. Is it Lockhart from the second Harry Potter? He's the one got who that tries kind to murder kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> oh, yes. he's got that that kind of vibe. I feel like for me, which yeah. is funny. I like him. That's um, also a massive insult as well, because like Lock Lockhart was just the fucking worst. When yeah. you, when you really think about it, mm. he's like awful. His, his entire career was based around um, stealing people's, me- basically erasing people's memories and taking their deeds as his own. And he had spoilers, no qualms. by the way, if you've not read Harry Potter, we apologise. Spoilers <laughs> for a 20-year-old book at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore <Yeah>. dies. <laughs> so they, they all die. They all die. <laughs> yeah, eventually. But yeah, yeah, the fact that Lock- Lockhart sort of goes around, obviously, um, uh, erasing people's memories and claiming mm. their their deeds as his own and leaving their families to pick up the pieces of these these, these broken lives and the fact that he has absolutely no qualms about doing that to school children is uh is yeah terrifying. i mean I'm, I'm i'm not saying that barclay is like that evil he's just his manner reminds me of of lockhart's that's, that's, that's ah, where i was enough. going with that barclay hilariously reminds me of the character i play at the pub <laughs> 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 he may have been inspired a little bit by Vamris. Oh, I'm honoured. <laughs> I've, 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 I've taken Vamris and I've turned the darling up, up to 11 with Barclay. Nice. <laughs> As it should be. As it yeah. should be. Uh, yes, but Barclay wasn't the only person we found. And we found Inga, who is a 
looked after child in this place that we found. Mm. No idea who she is, but we're taking her with us. We'll find out. Yeah. Have we even stopped to question why she's getting special treatment? No. Nope. <laughs> Maybe no, we should have. have. <laughs> you, you, you've barely said, said a word to her. It's great. She, she's like, yeah. are you here to rescue me? He's like, yes. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm the most believable person that she's ever met, ever. Yeah. So that's why. Um, but yes, and then Alwyn managed to throw the adamantine sword into the clockwork which has now caused this chaos that we're trying to flee from. Um, that we caused. Yes. That we caused. That was planned. Yeah. And uh, Oh, and Amos is fighting a troll at the moment. Well, we're, we're assuming so. I mean, we might get downstairs and just find Amos's bloody corpse. I hope not. Because <laughs> he was just a little busy last time we heard from him. Yeah. That's, I've got a lot of belief in Amos can handle himself, so. Wow. But we'll find out. Shall we? Uh, I mean, uh, we, we, we may very very well find out exactly what, what's happened to Amos. However, before we do, I think there's a, there's a slightly more pressing concern, a literally pressing concern. Uh, very some, pressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Della's not doing so well. She's currently pinned under this giant gear having fallen 40 feet first and yep. <laughs> not been able to get out the way and <clears throat> being dazed. So, um, yeah, she's kind of stuck at the moment. I'll tell, I tell you what, um, I know we're still a little bit early in preamble, but um, I get the sense that you guys just want to crack on and figure out what how we get out of this situation. Am I correct yeah. in saying that? I'm keen to see what happens next. Mm. Let's turn them conks. Yay. All right. In that case, we bring ourselves back in as um, with the tower crumbling around you. Um, uh, De- Della has just been pinned to the ground by one of these these falling clog cogs. A few of you have taken some damage from um, falling debris and such. The, the, the entire tower around you is shaking and threatening to tear itself apart under the strain of... Um, of the of the clockwork that that, that you that you imposed, um, so yeah, I'll throw it over over to you guys. Uh, it's a very tense situation. What do you all want to do? Well, I did have an idea to try and get Della out. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm mm-hmm. up for giving it a go. What's the idea? Um, I have a second level spell called telekinetic maneuver. which allows me to attempt to disarm, shove, or trip a target using a spell attack roll instead of an athletics check. So I was thinking of trying to manoeuvre myself where I could try and shove Della out from under the cog. Oh, shoving Della rather than shoving the cog itself. Yeah, no, that that would absolutely be a thing you can do. Um, Yeah, make your your spell attack there, Ryden, if that's what you want to do. Come on, roll well. <laughs> Don't crit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that is. That is me not being able to count on them. <laughs> that is a 30. Ooh. 30, Della. I can tell you against this hazard is a success um you sort of squeeze yourself behind the steps um as 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 the stairs are breaking apart around you you can you, you see a chunk of the wall falls away and you and you see see daylight behind you and as you do so um you look at della trapped un, under the cog uh you you decide you have some semblance of, uh, of attachment to the to these people um who uh, appear to just be the most chaotic people you, you've ever met, <laughs> and uh, summoning your magical magical energies, you execute a telekinetic maneuver, and you push Della out of the cog. Um, it, 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 uh, as Della is pushed out, um, the the gear and the mechanism sort of settles and falls. Um, let's have a reflex save from every, every from everybody, please, as it, oh, as, it as it topples no. over. Oh, come on. But at least it's a new game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I rolled all right. Uh, 20... No, 31 for Della. 31 for Della? For Ryden? Um, 
A natural one for a 14. Okay. Ooh. I mean, uh, I don't know if we've gone through this with you before, Asta, but um, you do have access to a hero point, which allows you a, a single re-roll per, per game. Oh, it can't get any worse. Let's try it. That's another natural one. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> You've taken my bad luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I should. Uh, this this dice clearly isn't weighted in the bin. Uh-huh. <laughs> in the dice jail. Um, what we've got for Alwyn? Uh, Alwyn gets a twenty nine. Chardonnay gets a thirty. Perfect. So um, everybody except Ryden is able to get out of the way as as the gear sort of topples over. Um, uh, Ryden, you take three point, point, point points of damage as you're sort of clocked with. Um, uh, clocked, get it? Yeah. <laughs> as you're as you're as you're hit with um, a chunk of debris as as, the, as, the, as this mechanism settles, uh, the rest of you are able to get out out of the way enough that you suffer no ill effect there, and uh, you can see um, before you uh, with the tower still shaking and shuddering, um, these horrific grinding and cracking sounds now reverberating through the entire structure. Um, you can see the door uh, leading into the foyer is open and. Uh, Actually, the the double doors beyond it uh, that lead outside properly are completely open. Um, they seem to have been smashed open from the inside, and there is currently no sign of Amos or this troll. Oh no! What do you do? They were meant to be here, though, right? Well, they were fighting in this chamber. Yes, this is where mm. this is where you left them. Right. I, I think I think Amos is sensible and would leave. Let's leave. I can't do anything else, really. No. Running. Mm. I mean, uh, wouldn't it wouldn't it be terrible if there was someone else you were meant to rescue in the tower? So, is there? I don't know. Is there? You tell me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you 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 leave the tower, um, sort of as just 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 as the walls around you start start to shudder and break as, as this whole thing seems, seems to start to start swaying um, you burst out of the, uh, the, the these broken open doors into the, in, into the courtyard um, of the tower itself and you can see off to the right hand side there is an indentation where it looks like the stonework has been sort of broken inwards by, by an, an intense force um, you can see Lying on the ground next next to to the wall, uh, with its head facing the wrong way, uh, you see the charred and blackened, uh, unmoving form of a frost troll, and uh, kind of slumped against the wall itself, um, conscious uh, but very badly beaten up. Uh, you see Brother Amos, and he looks at all of you and he says, "You took your bloody time." Ah, you had it covered. I'd like to do battle medicine on Brother Amos. Yeah, sure thing. Make that medicine check, Alwyn. I'm going to do it at the lowest DC. uh, And, yeah. This is just a quick patch up. Ooh, rolled a four for 17. (laughs) Thankfully, not a critical failure. Yeah. (laughs) Good job! I did the lowest DC. That's it. Mm. As as you're doing that, um, uh, it's it's sloppy work. You know, this is a very tense situation as this tower is literally. And you you sort of look up, you see uh, the tower beginning to crack all along along the structure. It's 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 very close close to coming down entirely. You rush over. You do what 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 you can for Amos, and he he looks at you as you do so, and he says, "Um, "I'm so glad you're not as shit at this as you used to be." (laughs) Um, And yeah, you you restore some hit points to him. I restored nine hit points to him. Nine hit points. Um, as you're doing so, Alwyn, uh, you do notice that one of one of Amos's legs uh, is is twisted at a at, at a funny at a at a at a, at a funny angle. Um, and as you as you sort of finish finish healing um, your battle medicine, he looks at you and he says, um, uh, "Tough bastard, you got me. You got me good. I can't walk. Can you get me up?" Uh, yeah, Alwyn will do his best to um, heft mm. Brother Amos. Yeah, you you heft Amos up, and you see he it, it takes a second as he's you know he 
he can't put any weight on his left 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 leg at all. Uh, looks like a tendon or something has, has been torn. Um, so, certainly something that's within Alwyn's abilities to be abilities to treat. However, um, not at this moment. Uh, it's a bit too much going on to fix that. But yeah, you you easily are able to hef heft him up. I just mute the Discord server that I forgot about. Um, yep, same here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you 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 heft him up, and um, as as the rest of your companions, as well as Barclay and Inga, come pouring out out of the tower, um, a cloud of dust follows the more the more outwards. Uh, you hear a creak and a shudder, and you look up and you watch as the tower itself begins to collapse inwards. What do you all do? <sighs> I mean, are we, we're not safe here, are we? We need to move. I was just going to act as a crutch for Brother Amos and get him as... I, mean, I know it's going to be slow going, but... Yeah. Get him away as quickly as possible. But I will say to the others, um, you, you all go on ahead. Get the, get the civilians to safety. Uh, right. I will usher up behind Chardonnay. Inga and, and Barkley and just start sort of pushing them <laughs> ahead. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. So what's what, what's the plan here? Obviously, this is the middle of the day. You, you, you can actually see as you come out, um, there are a number of people, a number of sort of citizens of White Throne, um, keeping their distance from, from the tower, but you can see that... Um, Clearly, people have noticed what's happening. You can see people pointing at pointing at a tower in shock. Um, sort of crowds of people backing away from from the tower itself as they see it start to come down. Um, what are you guys doing? Are you just going to try and run along the road, or are you, are you ducking into an alley? What are you doing? Hmm. Raiden's going to want to get out of sight as soon as possible. Yeah, we 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 don't want it drawn attention that we might be responsible for something like this. Yeah. And, it, and in fact, as you're, as you're having, the, having these thoughts, um, uh, Raiden, um, you notice coming from, coming from either ends of the street on which um, the tower sits, uh, you, see, um, you see patrols of Winter Guard um, in, in full sprint uh, running in the direction of the tower. They're, ju they're just starting to come around come round, round the corners. But you've got you, you've potentially got a window to get out of sight if you move now. Move. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's have a round of stealth checks from everybody. Uh, Alwyn, take a minus two penalty as you're as you're carrying Amos. Okay. Ooh. Oh, very well. I am going to use my hero point. Uh, I did roll a seven for a total of nineteen, which will bring it down to seventeen. Okay. I'm use my hero point because this feels important. Oh, a nineteen for a total of thirty-one, bringing it down to twenty-nine. Amazing. Good use of a hero point. <laughs> Very good use of a hero point. Uh, Twenty-six from Raiden. Twenty-six from Raiden. Della got thirty-three. Della got thirty-three. Fantastic. Do you want a separate for Chardonnay? Um, yes, let's have one for Chardonnay. Okay, uh, so I'll just roll the d20 out plus three. Oh, um, total of 21 for Chardonnay. 21 for Chardonnay, okay. So you all rolled pretty well there, all things told. Um, in the chaos in the utter chaos and confusion that's happening here, this this uh, loud cacophony. Um, uh, yeah, a, a, apologies to any of our listeners if this if this triggers anything. But I'm I'm sort of feeling very um, you know World Trade Center World Trade Center, Center vibes when that when that kind of came down. Um, sort of this this whole ground ground you, you know the the. The very ground around around this clock this clock tower is 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 shaking and vibrating as, as the tower begins to crumble, and um, yeah, you, you as a party you quickly scurry across the street. Um, in all the chaos that's happening, it doesn't appear as though um, any of the citizenry around you have taken much notice of you. They just they if they did see you, they perhaps thought that you were just trying to get get away as well. Um, 
and certainly these uh, these winter guard patrols also don't don't seem seem to notice you. But as you get across the street and you get ducked into an alley, um, there is a final creaking groan and cracking of stone, and you watch as this uh, this clock tower. Um, crumbles inwards and there was a blast of, of dust and, and, and debris that that sprays out as it as it collapses all the way well most of the way the way to the ground you see um, a good two-thirds of the tower has, has, has collapsed uh, the kind of base layer seems to be mostly intact uh, however it has been peppered with with, with debris from above and as the dust settles and it falls to silence, you, you chance a glance over at the tower itself, and for a moment, nothing seems to happen. And then you start to see from the center of where this debris has come down, uh, you start to see movement as the rubble shifts, as something massive begins to force its way out. And a second or two later, you see, um, a white-scaled head uh, burst free of the tower. Um, a blast of icy cold air is shot from its mouth into the sky, perhaps in frustration as much as anything else. Um, and you watch. Those of you who have encountered Logrovich before, you, 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 you watch as Logrovich uh, begins to pull himself out of the debris of the tower. You can see that one of his wings looks um, quite ba ba badly damaged and um, he looks around furious and you hear, you hear, you hear something shouted in, in, in Draconic that only Amos would understand and obviously as Darren's not here I'm not going to tell him what it is um, another blast of icy cold air shoots into the sky and you watch as with some difficulty the dragon heaves itself into the air um, one of its wings sort of hanging a little limply by its side. It, it, it takes some effort for it, for it to get airborne. And you watch as Logovich perches for a second on what remains of the clock tower, surveys the area around it. And there is a very tense moment as he looks in the direction of the alleyway where you're all hiding. And you press yourselves back against the wall of the alleyway and you hope and you pray to whatever gods you believe in that he hasn't seen you and then after a tense few seconds Logovich's attention moves elsewhere he scans the rest of the street takes painfully to the air and with, with another roar and blast of frigid air he begins to fly away away from, from the city toward the south across the glacier lake as and as the calm as the quiet of this of this moment settles and you start hearing the cries of the wounded um, um, the shock of civilians um, the winter guard attempting to restore some me measure of order here um, you realise that you have had a very close escape. What do you wish to do? Mm. I would like to be cheeky and ask what the dragon said because Raiden speaks draconic. Oh, okay. yes. very nice, very nice. Sorry, I thought only Amos had it. Uh, so what Logrovich said, um, Raiden, was um, it was words to the effect of. Um, where are you, you little rats? I know you're here somewhere. Um, but other than that, it was all just just anger spewing forth. You know, there wasn't a lot of sense being be, sense being be, be, being made. It was um, lots of lots of lots of threats, lots of frustration, just all pouring out in the, in, in the moment. Mm. And, and then, this... actually, actually, as um, as, as it's flying off, you would have heard it say something else, and, and it sort of bellows this out um, as it does so, uh, seemingly to get the attention of, well, someone who can hear it. You, you heard him call out as he was fly, 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 flying away, um, Elvana, get me another tower. 
and then okay. just continue flying over the tower, over the over the lake. I will relay that to the rest of the party. Cool. This is our window of opportunity. It is. Shall I let off a skyrocket? What? I've got a skyrocket to I've... let off to signal. Yes, you no. have. We're not going to get a tower in the next couple of hours, I don't think. I have been. What I will well, say, Della. What what I will say, Della, and, and you remember Solvig telling you this. Mm. Um, the skyrocket is the signal that um, the Iron Guard, the old guard force of White Throne, are waiting for to launch their uprising. Yeah. Solvik has told you that they know they are vastly out, out, out outmatched, and they know it. Um, mm-hmm. Whilst this plan, whilst they're willing to help you in what you're doing to reclaim the hut and hopefully restore Baba Yaga, um, Solvik has told you that once you set that set that that rocket off, they can give you a window of maybe a couple of days. Yeah. So if you set it off now, basically what you're saying is you're going now. Okay. I didn't know if we had time to wait. No, I, I think we ought to... I, I mean, I'm really hurt. So I, am I. I can't walk. <laughs> no. no, I think we need to um, get back to base. Okay. Heal up. And then go. And then go. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, by the way, Raiden, um, that was Logrovich, you know, the one I described as a dick. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I can, I can understand why you might have... Uh, Come to that conclusion. Some of the things he was saying were I mean, it was quite unnecessary. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of talk about about um, about these people's mothers. Yeah, quite rude. Mm. Yes, very uncivil. Okay. Let's get back to the secret base, please. Yes, we need to get back to the secret base, and then Barclay, uh, you have a very special performance once we're back safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 my, my, a performance. I, 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 oh, I'll have to do, do, do some vocal exercises. Pray, pray, pray tell, dear boy, what's the occasion? Well, no, no, keep quiet until we're back. But um, for one thing, you've got a bit of a fan waiting for you. But for another, we all know it ain't over until the skinny bloke sings. Ahaha, yes, that's very true, my dear boy. And I, I, I am the designated skinny boy within, within the opera world. Mm. Right. He says that he he he's actually reasonably rotund. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> I missed that in the description. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we also need to find out where this little one belongs. And I point to Igna. Hmm. I, I think Solvig can help us there. I'm sure. Yeah. Let's go. Right. <clears throat> All right. So you make your way. Uh, you make your way back across the city to uh, the Shrine of the Everbloom. Um, it definitely seems like current moving through the city, it takes a bit of time. You have to be, you know, sticking to the back alleys. You have to be careful where, where you're going. But it seems like a lot of the city's attention is focused on um, what used to be, well, the site of the clock tower that you just you just just brought down um you you see you see patrols of winter guard um rushing to and fro in different directions um perhaps individuals carrying messages um from various parts of the city city to city to to to, to others um keeping keeping your heads down moving quickly and quietly you're able to get back across the city without attracting um without attracting too much attention and after a short while you find yourselves um back at the entrance to the shrine of the Everbloom and uh, you make your way inside (coughs) Uh, you are challenged uh, as you enter you're challenged uh, for a password oh the rose that blooms in the ever dying ember of battle Yep, you are you are waved through the checkpoint uh, with all with all all the uh, the knights that the heralds of summons return holding it with with crossbows and as you step into the shrine of the everbloom itself um you you enter a place that is um uh 
you can see you, you can see the shrine is is a buzz with with activity. It's, it's the most active you've ever seen. Um, you can see that there are heralds um, rushing to, to to and fro. Some of them um, strapping on armor. Some of them um, readying weapons and, and 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 sharpening swords. That that kind of thing. And you look over and you see um, you see. Standing around one of the tables that you previously that you'd eaten at the day before, um, with with what appears to be a map of the city, and um, and chess pieces littered across it, um, you see standing around you see you see Sol, you, you see Sol, Erdol, um, the leader of the Heralds of Summer's Return. Um, you see a few a few a couple of a couple of other familiar faces. You see uh, you see Maori and you see Yasha, who you had rescued from beneath. Um, the bone grinder, and um, you also see uh, the winter guard turncoat now, now no no longer in his uniform at all. Uh, you see Christian, who you had previously rescued as well. Um, alongside them, you can see that there is an an, an, an older man um, dressed in armor very similar to, to that of the winter guard. However, instead of blues and whites, the armor is. Um, uh, sort of coloured in in blacks and greys, and you 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 would recognise it. Certainly, Ryden would, would recognise this as um, as uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. I'll, I'll find it later. But but Ryden would recognise this as the former commander of the Iron Guard, who were White Throne's police force before Elvana staged her coup. And they seem to be making some sort of preparations. But as you as you enter, um, Solvig looks up, and for 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 Ryden's benefit, Solvig Erdal is um, a tall human, perhaps sort of six six foot six foot two tall. Um, he has sort of quite close crop crop cropped blonde blonde hair, very broad shoulders. Um, his face is completely clean, clean, clean shaven. Um, he is dressed in uh, a breastplate, um, under which he has sort of um, an undershirt of, of, of a deep red crimson colour. And you can see, um, you can see, sort of tattooed on his left hand, uh, you can see there is uh, a tattoo of a, a rose with covered in bloody thorns, uh, which you would recognise as a symbol of Milani. Who is the goddess of um, of, of liberty and of and of re re rebellion? And he looks up at you all as as you enter, um, and he's and he set and uh, sort of bringing himself to his full height. Uh, he he looks at all of you and he says, "Well, I gather by that uh, cacophony that's just." Uh, happened outside I gather you've uh, you've given us an opportunity yes we need to recover first oh by the way this is this is our friend Ryden don't be misled by appearances she's not evil <laughs> okay I'm I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you I um, I assumed that she was with you so you had already you'd already made the uh, whatever requisite checks you needed to but um Yep, Alan yeah. asked the question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly can't say I um would have looked at you and thought that you were evil. Not 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 my first thought thought at least. But um, there we go. Well, at um, least someone sees sense. So my 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 scouts tell me that um you've succeeded in at least driving off Lagrovich for, for a short time. You brought down the tower, is that correct? Yes. That's quite impressive. Um, you'll, you'll have to tell me the story um, at some point. Um, whilst, you, whilst you were there, I appreciate you were, you, you were busy with your, your sabotage and the dragon and all that sort of stuff. Did, did, you, did you manage to look into that, that personal favor I asked you for? Uh Yes, yes. Come forward. Owen will drag Barkley forward. All right. Uh, as 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 you push Bar 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 Barkley forward, you see Solvig. Um, Solvig sees Bar Bar Barkley, um, and Barkley sees Sol 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 Solvig. 
and you watch as Sol so something in Solvig's face breaks, this facade of this tough rebellion leader. It cracks for a, for a second and you watch as um, uh, a trickle of tears actually starts to run down from, uh, from, from Solvig's eyes. And um, he, as he, as he looks at looks at Bar looks at Barclay, he says, um, "Oh, by the Everbloom, Barclay! I didn't think I'd ever see you again." And uh, Barclay, for his, for his part, um, Solvig, Solvig Erdal, my my! Had I had I known that you were in this fantastic city, I I, I would have endeavoured to join you sooner, my dear boy. And um, the two rush together, and they. They embrace very, very tightly, and um, you watch as they sort of pull back a little bit. Um, Solvig puts his hand on Barclay's face, um, and they share a very brief kiss, a very brief, little, brief little, little smooch. Um, uh, and uh, after a moment, they sort of remember where where, where they are, and um, they sort of separate. Um, not not sheepishly, they they don't seem ashamed. Um, but uh, they they they, they realise that that perhaps the time for a more intimate intimate reunion is uh, is is not right right this moment. Um, and uh, Barclay says, um, "Yes, well, it's so good to see you, my dear boy. I um, I'll uh, it's been quite the ordeal getting getting out. I'll um, I'll go and clean myself up, shall I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, please. Um, there is uh, there there." There is a washroom down, down down the hall, easy to find. Barclay, I'm so glad, so so glad you made it out of there. And all of you, and he turned, 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 turns to to all all of you. Um, I'm sorry I wasn't more honest with you, but um, well, I suppose the cat's out of the bag now. But but I I I had a concern that was more more than that of uh. Patron of the arts, as you might have guessed. As it turns out, um, it was definitely all for the best because it turns out um, that Barclay is something of a hero. Uh, he, he managed to sort of single-handedly save uh, this young lady as the tower was collapsing around us. Really? Well, Inga. I'll have to. I'll have to get. Um, I'll have to get him to tell me that story at some uh, when we have some time. Uh, hello, young, 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 young lady. Your your name's Inga. Um, your name's In In Inga. Yes. You see, he sort he sort of crouches down, so he's at her level. Um, Inga, um, sort of clinging on to, still clinging on to Chardonnay, um, looks and just and just nods. In Inga and. Um, uh, so, Alwindella, Amos, Ryden, you said you said this girl was inside the tower. You got her out. I would not look over at Della. Hmm. Yes. Sorry, I'm not feeling very well. Oh. Yeah. No, that's all right. I can I can see you've uh you've had quite the ordeal. You you look. You look like you've been through been through the ringer, which is to be expected when you just uh, demolished the tower. I assume with yourselves inside it. Hmm. Yes, that that was a good idea, but we made it. Um. Yes. This um. This this girl In In Inga. What what was she doing there? Do you know? Uh, don't know. She was she was away from the other children in a room with someone called Granny Nan. Granny Nan. Interesting. I wonder if... I wonder if that's Nan Hatreska. Nan Hatreska. I don't Nan think I've heard of that before. Nan Hatreska. She's, um... Well, she's one of the Jardwigger. She's a, what, she, 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 she's a white witch. Um, last of her particular bloodline comes from a very obscure family last the only reason i know of her is um there was there, there was some scandal about this time last year last year actually she um nan hatreska she 
basically she had a bit of a habit. Um, she lost a lot of money, um, had to sell her last remaining property. And um, the way I heard it, because, you know, the white witches can't be seen to be to be poor or to be in any way associated with the common folk. Last I heard, they um, they quietly gave gave Nan Hatreska somewhere to live and spend spend her days. Seems it might have been the clock tower. Mm. <coughs> She's quite scared of her. Aye, well, I'm sure I'm sure you've all heard the stories about um about what witches do. Do it with, with with children. Um, I'm just glad that didn't happen happen to you, my dear. Um, do you have any parents, Inga? Where 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 do you live? And Inga pipes up and she says, um, um, no 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 no, Mister no Mister 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 Fighterman Sol Solvig, please call call, call me Solvig. N no Solvig, I don't have any parents. My parents died when I was very very little. Um. No, I, 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 well, I, I used to live in one of, one of the orphanages, um, over in, in the Midden, um, but some, some people came one day, told me that I'd, I'd, I'd been bad and I had to, I had to leave, I, I, I had to, to leave the orphanage mm. and they took me to that tower. Oh, well, you won't ever have to go back there. No, and I'm sure we can find a nice family unit for you to live safely with. And uh, Alvin will look pointedly at Solvig. Don't you worry, Alvin. I'm already thinking about it. C certainly, um, she's she's safe here with us for the time being. Um, once this is all settled down once you've done what you're doing i will i will try and if i if i can't get her out of the city i will at least i will at least um i will at least make sure she's she finds somewhere safe here in white throne well perhaps you could be um nicely protected by a big fighter man and the hero who saved her from the tower <laughs> I see what you're getting at. Um, I think that's a conversation I need to have with uh, with Barclay. Oh, of course, of course. But um, right, we'll we'll get to that get to that that for sure. For now, um, Inga, my dear, uh, why don't you go 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 get get yourself self cleaned up? We can get, get we can get you some. Um, if you speak to speak to this this nice 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 lady here, he gestures to one of the other heralds. Um, and uh, uh, he, she, she sort of is um, busy tending to injuries and things. And uh, if you speak to this this nice lady here, she'll she'll get you some nice food, okay? All right. And then Inga goes off and uh, disappears and starts um, starts settling into 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 the shrine. Um, translation: Dom wants to get rid of all these NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and as as this happens, Solvig straightens up and he looks at all of you. Um, well, yeah. So you all look like you've um, look like it was it's taken taken a lot a lot out of you. Um, what's your plan? How soon are you looking to move? I mean, how soon can I feel better? Well, I can. Well, not today. Mm. We definitely need to rest up overnight. At first light. I think, yes. I definitely need a rest. Um, Dom, can I take a mess medicine check or something uh, to see about how I would lose the enfeebled condition? Uh, the enfeebled condition. Uh, let me just look at the... Ability... Make a religion check. Let's see how much you know extra you know about attic whispers. Oh, natural twenty for thirty-three. 
Nice. I know everything about them. <laughs> there you go. So, so based on on that role, Alwyn. Um, currently, Alwyn is enfeebled one and um, and also fatigued. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, you get the sense that from stories about people having encounters with Attic Whisperers. Um, the effects of their steel breath ability tend to last um, in cases such as yours they last for about a day like your 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 breath will return you will get your strength back uh, but it, but your body's going to take going to take some time to um, in order to to basically to to recover itself yes we need about a day's rest i would say so maybe mm. not first light. At dusk, then. I would also say, with the fatigue condition, um, you will need to you will need to sleep to get to, to, to get rid of that. Yeah. Uh, and whilst you are fatigued, um, you cannot undertake any action with the exploration trait, which includes treat wounds. Oh, that uh, probably means the battle medicine didn't happen then. I'm I'm going to allow battle medicine. Um, okay. Because that's that's not really like you take time to do. We we've joked before that it's like r- r- rubbing dirt on the wound, but it's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. What about spells? Do they count as exploration? I'm thinking my lay on hands. Uh, no, no, that that wouldn't count. Right. So, how many hours is it before like normal bedtime? Uh, so at this point, it's probably about. It's probably mid to late afternoon. Right. So, I mean, that depends really on what time, on when you want to go to sleep. One thing I will say, um, if you're thinking about kind of continuously doing lay on hands, um, refocus is also an exploration activity. Ah, right. Okay. So, so the actions, so the act, so the uh, the focus points you have are all the focus points you have. Right now. Okay. I'm guessing Della is probably the worst out of all of us, or is it Amos? You can be open with open with your hit points. Um, Amos is currently on 18 out of 86. Uh, 22 out of 66. Okay. Uh, I'll use Lay on Hands on Amos. Okay. Uh, and. Um, uh, Raiden isn't badly hurt, I'm guessing, Asta. She's at 27 out of 60. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> oh, we were not doing very well okay. then. Yeah. But, but just below it, half, so... It's it's almost like you just, just dropped a tower on yourselves. <laughs> almost. Um, but yeah, Albin's going to use Leon Hands on Amos. He's then going to uh, use free action. I know it's we're not in rounds anyway. Yeah, uh, He's going to cast Desperate Prayer and yep. do lay on hands on Della. And then he says, and now I'm going to bed. <laughs> How much does lay of hands give me? Uh, 18. Oh, very good. It points back. Uh, sh- it should be more than that, is it? It's, it's eight per... Uh, six. Is it? Oh, it's six per, sorry. Never mind. It is 18. Yeah, yeah. 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 18 at the moment. I feel a bit better. But for a single action... Emergency heal. That's mm, it's not bad. Very good. Yeah, bad. I mean it is kind of a last resort. <laughs> well, desperate pair then. Loud hands is last resort. But yeah, but Alwyn is just now going to go to bed. All right. Okay. You retire to your quarters in the shrine of the Everbloom. Uh, what's everyone else doing? I think it's sensible to get a good night's sleep. Yawning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, before. Raiden goes to clean up her dress and, and go to rest. Um, she would like to spend a little bit of time observing observing the individual you pointed out, the the former uh, was it captain or commander of the uh, uh, the co- sort of setup? yeah the the uh, the the former commander of the Iron Guard. Uh, what what do you want to um, observe of him? Uh, 
I'm not really sure. It's just like an instinctive thing of like you pointed him out, so there's something about him. <laughs> okay, the DM uh, said it, so it must be important. <laughs> and and I, I guess just kind of getting a feel for what his role here is and what he's bringing to the table with the plans that are going on and yeah I'm, yeah. I'm not really sure just something about it yeah makes yeah. me want to just check him over <laughs> no 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 of course absolutely healthy skepticism uh, so i'm just seeing if i can find his name no i can't never mind um i'll make one up uh so um yeah make a uh Yeah, I tell you what, you can make make a society check for me, for me, Asta. Oh. That's a good roll. That is a dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. So as you look at this in, this individual, um, this is, you you know that this is um, uh, this individual is. Uh, called Volodymyr Borin. Uh, he is, as mentioned, he is the commander of the Iron Guard, which were uh, White Throne's guard force prior to Elvana's coup, and her replacing them with uh, with the Winter Guard. Uh, you know that um, he has always been a very staunch loyalist to, to Baba Yaga. He's been very vocal in his support for Baba Yaga, and certainly when when Elvana was starting to perhaps overreach her authority a bit, he was among the first to be openly critical of it, um, which you suspect may have led to Elvana basically re- re- replacing the Iron Guard with with the Winter Guard, who 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 are, who are loyal, who are completely lo- loyal to her. The last you'd heard of him. Um, the last you'd heard of this this individual, um, he was he he had supposedly been killed um, um, following a protest against um, against Elvana's imposition of martial law. Um, however, it seems it seems obvious that either he escaped that situation or that rumor has been fabricated uh, in order to keep him safe. And you're sort of watching him as as he's. Um, as he's engaging with Solvig, and you 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 get the sense that um, he's really the ranking officer amongst the Iron Guard, and it's the Iron Guard, um, basically the the few remaining members of the Iron Guard are basically working with the Heralds of Summer's Return um, in order to spring this uprising and give your companions a window into whatever it is they're trying to do. Um, what I will say is that is there is a very un, there is a very uneasy, almost truce between between Solvig and Vladimir, um, because you you know, and th- th- this is mostly from things you've heard with your prior associations, um, the Heralds of Summer's Return, according to the White Throne citizenry, are regarded almost as terrorists. Or freedom fighters, or that, that that kind of thing. They, their their cause has been to basically convince Bab- Baba Yaga to um, basically to release the citizenry of Irison and allow Summer to, to, to return to the land. Um, and so, previously, when the Iron Guard were White Throne's police force, um, they would have been actively actively hunting and cracking down on on the heralds. However, it seems that Elvana's coup has thrown the two groups into into an, an alliance of convenience. That's what you get from that. Okay, that's amazing. All right, I will sort of linger on and just watch the interactions for a while, just out of interest. And Raiden starts sort of noting down these things in a in a book that she has as they come to her, just to just to jot it down. Um, before eventually she will go and see about cleaning her dress and going to sleep. So Raiden, just as you're making your, just as you're leaving the main chamber and you're making your way off to clean, to clean yourself up, um, one of the heralds um, 
or sorry, one, one of the one of the other individuals within the shrine um, approaches you, Raiden, as you do so, um, and it starts off as as though this individual is bringing you some bread. As she as as she places the bread into your hand, um, you notice that uh, her eyes, rather. You can only see one of her eyes. The the other is covered by 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 an eye patch. And as you as she hands you the, the, this this piece of bread, um, she leans in very close to you, to you Raiden, and she says, um, "You shouldn't stare so much, little sister. It'll draw attention to you." And then she parts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <coughs> Raiden sort of uh, visibly stiffens on the spot and then very quickly turns and just uh, leaves very quickly and very quietly Right, go and clean yourself up and uh, so yeah, I think as Raiden has that interaction and goes off to clean herself up I think that's where we're going to end that episode for tonight <laughs> <laughs> Intrigue. (laughs) Secrets. Yeah. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Alexander Nakarada and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. That's right, we didn't see any of that. We were asleep. No, Good. no you didn't. <laughs> Speaking of secrets, is Della still wearing her gloves? Yeah. <laughs> also, her hat is still glowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't I sleep? It's so bright in here. Yeah, the entire time, th- throughout that entire thing, Della's hat has just been glowing like a beacon. <laughs> and Amazing. for some reason, we still get, didn't get found. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh. That's it. I'll say at some point when when Raiden's cleaning herself up, she'll probably cast light on an object just to make her room glow slightly. So at some point, the light on the hat will go out. Just goes out, yeah. (laughs) Ah, finally. (laughs) I can sleep. Oh, the migraine, God. (laughs) 